Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, are ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive. Hello and welcome to Retirement Income Solutions. I'm Ron Stutz with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. This is the show for you if you have questions about how to retire with confidence and with the kind of plan that gets you to and all the way through retirement. Bill and Daniel are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. They have offices in Macon and in Dublin. If you'd like to speak with us about your own financial situation, call anytime at 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. On today's show, we'll be answering your questions about finances, and retirement planning. You can always submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. Your questions and some great conversations are on deck. It's time now for Retirement Income Solutions. Hey guys, you know, so much going on in the news that makes your head spin these days, but uh, there's been a lot of talk recently about a recession and I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Do you think we're going to have a recession pretty soon, or, or what are your thoughts? Well, you know, there has been a lot of talk about this, and there's some, some good reasons for it. The markets have been a little bit volatile the last few weeks. What is considered a good pre- recession predictor is that the 2- and 10-year Treasury yields inverted. That means that people are getting paid more for a 2-year Treasury bill than a 10-year Treasury bond. And so we want to make sure that people understand the context of that. It does not mean the markets are about to crash. Corporate profits, actually, in the second quarter, have, they were higher than anticipated. So there's still really good earnings growth. And the only thing that stopped a bull market like we're in right now is two quarters of negative earnings in a row. That has triggered a recession. That's been the only thing to stop a bull market going back to 1897. So we don't really have a crystal ball and saying when when we're going to have a recession, but earnings are the thing to watch more so even than the headlines. Even with the 2- and 10-year Treasury yield inverting, typically it's going to be 18 to 24 months before there's a recession. So in 2006, the yield curve inverted, and it was a couple of years before we had the recession after that. Markets generally go up about another 15% after that event happens. So we believe that we're cautiously optimistic. We do think corporate profits are slowing, and you need some protection in your portfolio, some downside risk mitigation A lot of clients we meet with have way too much equity in their portfolio for their age and risk tolerance, and it'll surprise them when the market goes down. We need to take advantage now of repositioning to uh, possibly less volatile asset classes in in light of the fact that there may be a recession in a few years. I've got the answer for you, Daniel. What's that? You, You know, here's very simple. I'm I'm looking in the crystal ball right now. I see you. You got it? I got it. There will be a recession. Just don't know when. I just don't know when. (laughs) Oh, man. Maybe I need to borrow my daughter's Magic 8-Ball thing. It might be better. It might be better. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. But don't believe the hype. Just because you hear something on the news, they're selling headlines. 
You know, the key thing to look at is the data, the information that comes out in quarterly reports and earnings reports. That is ultimately what drives the markets. And also make sure that you understand exactly the risk that you're taking. Absolutely. And we ne- we never try to be alarmist on this show. And sometimes when you hear these things in the news, you know, everybody starts to uh, have this feeling of panic. But there is no reason to do that right now. So, you know, listen to what these guys are saying. Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith have been around the block a few times. And so everybody just calm down. Yeah, I will add one other thing. And that is, you know, historically, people are the most optimistic at at the time when the market is the most expensive and they're the most pessimistic when the market is on sale mm-hmm. it's human nature so don't don't get overly <laughs> optimistic but you need to look at where you're at that's what we're telling you you know there are a lot of people out there who like to do it yourself you know people fix things around their homes and they kind of do everything themselves and don't want to hire anybody to do it and that kind of thing and there's such a thing as do-it-yourself planning as well and and some people are good at it i suppose but some people can get in a lot of trouble people love diy projects of all kinds there's even a diy network where you can watch shows about home renovation landscaping or interior design and how to do those things without professionals helping you. So I thought we would talk about the DIY mentality in retirement planning. When you come across somebody who does not have a financial advisor, what do you find are their reasons for taking a do-it-yourself approach? Well, you know, I think that's a pretty uh, broad base when people are still working because uh, most folks when they're working uh, have most of their investable assets inside a 401k or thrift savings plan or 403b something at work and um, the only they only know the diy approach that's the, that's the only thing they know mm-hmm. they may have conversations with uh, some of their peers in the office and uh, that person has got a different allocation and and is doing better than you are so you go back and you change yours to match theirs and it's a timing issue that doesn't always work. Uh, we don't find a lot of folks that are completely DIY because uh, if they're still working, they, they, they probably manage what they can manage. But what we do find is people don't have a plan. Uh, so they haven't sought a financial advisor for a financial plan, a, an income plan for retirement. That's what we find. Occasionally, we'll find someone that actually is a, D, a DIY guy, and uh, he's doing it because he either doesn't trust anybody else or he thinks he's he, he can handle it all himself. And a lot of times what we find when we find an individual like that is they haven't actually uncovered all the risks that they're looking at. They haven't really seen uh, the, the potential risks they'll have in retirement, such as inflation and and um, and taxes that they don't can't control and uh and market swings and things of that nature. Uh, so they, they haven't had a, a complete holistic approach to the risk that they'll be taking in retirement outside of just the market. So uh, it's like my dad told me years ago, I don't know what I don't know. I, I, I debated that issue with him until I found out that he was right. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know what they don't know when it comes to finances. If they're really good at what they do, then obviously the results will show it. But then I would caution everybody, try to understand all the nuances there are to planning and being properly prepared for retirement and understand that there's risk maybe you haven't considered outside of just market risk. 
Well, Bill, that makes a lot of sense there. And uh, let's just say that there's a guy who's listening to the show today, and he's been listening for a long time, and he finally decides to make that phone call and come in and have a conversation with you. What is it that you think he's been managing his money all by himself all this time? What are some of the triggers that might cause him to come visit an advisor? Maybe not even you, but an advisor in general. You know, I think some kind of major life event, like maybe they're coming up on retirement. Uh, Most people find, in fact, 90% of Americans do not have an income plan. And so uh, people want to know, can they afford to retire and stay comfortably retired? Uh, So that's a big thing is people want to know about that. They want to know what accounts to spend money from, how much risk to take once they get into retirement. So a major life event is a a big part of what may, may trigger that. Because uh, it's a different animal trying to manage your portfolio in your distribution years because you don't know how much you can afford to spend. And it's a little bit more complicated than picking some index funds while you're in your 30s and 40s. We have to have a more comp- uh, comprehensive approach to an income plan. So taxes become a big issue in retirement. And people want to know how, how do we minimize those taxes, especially knowing they have required minimum distributions when they turn 70 and a half. What can be done about that? How do we get money into uh, asset classes and tax uh, things like Roth IRAs where ta- the taxation has already been paid and you don't have to pay taxes on, on the distribution. So those are some of the types of things that would uh, trigger someone coming in and meeting with us that has been doing it themselves. It's just a completely different approach to, to planning when it comes time for distributing assets. And you made a good point just a moment ago when you were talking about taxes. A lot of people don't even think about taxes when they're, you know, thinking ahead to their retirement years. And that's something you definitely need to plan for as well. It might be helpful if you could, if you guys could give us an example of a time that you worked with one of these do-it-yourself people and were able to point out some kind of a flaw that they had in their thinking that helped them uh, avoid a mistake. You saved them, in other words. Yeah, I think one comes to mind uh, pretty quickly. Um a lot, a lot of folks will invest their money, especially in their, in their uh, at-work money, in their 401k, etc. They'll, some of them will take a peek and look at the the average returns that th- this uh, fund re- uh, had over another. And uh, I recall an occasion a couple of years back when someone came in and said, "Look, I, my plan when we started talking about this plan and keeping his." His plan in his 401k was that, look, the average, he said, the average return on this particular fund is so-and-so, and all I need to earn in my, in my portfolio in retirement is, is so much, and so I can just keep it in this fund forever. It's an average fund, and I can draw the monies out of it I need to draw out of it, and I'll be fine the rest of my life. Well, uh, the reality of that is uh, average is, is not what we should be looking at. We should be looking at total returns and we have this issue with, uh, with withdrawals from equities. Uh, if we're planning to take income from a portfolio structured around market uh, investments, such as stocks and or mutual funds, that uh, we have what's the opposite of dollar cost average, which is sequence of return risk. Uh, what that really means is if I'm taking money out of my portfolio, say, for example, I'm constrained and I have to take out at 30000 a year out of my assets to, to meet my income needs, and yet uh, I'm, I find myself in a market where I'm not growing my money to compensate for that percentage of withdrawal, and or I find myself in a situation where not only am I not growing, but the market is actually declining, I'm compounding my, uh, my losses by taking money out of an account in a down market. That's called sequence of return risk. 
So it's very difficult to do uh, income planning based on the rationale that I can just do a flat withdrawal rate or deal with average returns. So it requires different planning, uh, as, as Daniel moment said a moment ago. Well, we've got to deal with uh, with the reality of the situation. Uh, every situation is different, and we can't deal with averages when we need income. We have an income plan in place that uh, can substantiate and, and, and make the income uh, more realistic and reliable and predictable than than a market that could be going up and up and down and in the time that we're needing it. If you just joined us today, you're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. And we're talking about those who tend to do it themselves. Uh, they have this do uh, this uh, DIY mindset and don't ask for help. But I want to ask you one more question about this kind of person. What are the most common retirement planning mistakes that people tend to make when they're trying to handle it all themselves? I would say uh, some of the things we've already hit on, uh, taking the same approach during retirement distribution years as they did when they were accumulating their wealth, and it's a completely different uh, animal. So one other thing would be taking Social Security at the wrong time. Seventy-five percent of Americans take it at age 62 for a lot of times the wrong reasons. And there can be some much better ways to delay taking that Social Security that can enhance your lifetime withdrawal benefits and also enhance the survivor benefit and at the same time reduce the taxes on your IRAs. Another couple things would be spending down the wrong assets first. Sometimes people spend down their tax-free money first, and that can be a huge mistake because later in life, if, if there's some kind of event, you need to take a big withdrawal. Well, if you had Roth IRAs and you spent them all, you don't have those anymore. So knowing the right sequence of withdrawals, know when to take the money and from where to take it. And the last one would be too much downside risk. People have just way too much risk in their portfolios. Most people I look at, their their stocks have grown a lot more than their bonds have over the last decade, and they are not prepared for a recession when that does come, especially as you're near retirement, that the time that you need to spend the money you've saved draws near. You want to understand uh, where that money is going to come from and not take things from your accounts that may be down in value. So you need a comprehensive plan. That's why we've developed the Lifetime Income Blueprint. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. 
Here's your number to call, 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Bill and Daniel will set aside time on the calendar to meet with you to provide you with a complimentary financial review of your specific situation. This is such a valuable opportunity to help you plan for your financial future. Just call 800-987-1443 right now. That's 800-987-1443. If you get a voicemail, don't worry. Just leave us a quick message and we'll be sure to get back in touch with you to secure your free review. So call right now, 800-987-1443. One more time, that is 800-987-1443. What should be the number one concern if you're approaching retirement? Income planning. It means making sure that your money can support you and your family for the rest of your lives. Here in Middle Georgia, meet with the Security First Asset Management Team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Want to do what you love in retirement? Then listen to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. Andy is in Warner Robins. And Andy, first of all, I hope it's a good day in Warner Robins. And Andy says, I've been told that I need to make sure I have a mortgage when I retire because that will be the only tax deduction I'll have at that point. I've been paying extra on my house to get it paid off by the time I retire. But now I'm hearing this and maybe I should slow down on that plan. What do you think? (laughs) Well, you know, Andy, usually, I, I, that's a great question, but usually I hear the opposite. A lot of people want to have their mortgage paid off by the time they retire so they don't have to worry about that financial burden or that debt. But uh, I, I would say that it's probably not going to be a good idea to try to pay it down just for the tax deduction. Almost no one uh, itemizes their taxes anymore with that mortgage interest deduction. Most people are going to take the standard deduction in your mortgage interest if that's the only thing you have probably won't be enough to put you over into that itemized um, deduction list. You'll probably take the standard deduction, but I don't know your tax situation. Uh, the, the other thing is the reliability of income in retirement. If you're going to have great income from pension and Social Security and your investments, you're probably going to be able to continue to pay for that mortgage during retirement. So I wouldn't base my decision on whether or not to have a mortgage solely on the tax deduction. Our next question here comes from Rita in Forsyth. She has a kind of question that, gosh, it affects so many people out there trying to send their kids to college. Uh, Rita's question is, what is the best way to save for college? Well, you know, to begin with, it's, uh, it's so, so expensive to go to college anymore. It's really, really tough. Um, and, of course, the interest rates on these college loans are out of sight, so... There's two different types of savings vehicles that are designated for for college accumulation of funds. Uh, One is just a a Culverdale IRA that's designed to put away $2,000 a year um, for college, and it grows tax-deferred. It's really not a lot of money you can put in that account, and there is no tax deduction from the individual that actually uh, donates the money in in the name of the recipient, beneficiary. Uh, today, the best way is through what's called a 529 college savings plan. Uh, that allows um, tax-deferred growth, and also the monies inside it can be used uh, for not only tuition, but housing and transportation and books, etc., like that. And when withdrawn and used for those college expenses, there there's 
they're tax-free. So all the growth is tax-free. That's by far the best uh, accumulation tool we have out there today for for college savings. And not only that, it's uh, you can put an uh, unlimited amount of money in it per year. It's based off the gifting rates. Uh, so any individual can give up to $15,000 in that in that beneficiary's name. So a husband and wife can give 30. Grandparents can give another 30. And aunts and uncles can do 15000 apiece. You can put a lot of money in that account for for that, that beneficiary. And only that, if that beneficiary doesn't end up going to college, whether it be trade school or or a regular college uh, degree type programs that can be utilized that uh, you can switch the beneficiary to another person or even yourself so it's a, by far the best vehicle today out there to utilize for college accumulation and uh, you can put uh, far more money in one of those types of accounts than can in any other we certainly appreciate uh, Rita sending in that question because that is a situation that applies to so many people out there trying to send their kids to college. And, and you're right, Bill, it is incredibly expensive these days. Ellis is in Macon, and Ellis has our last question of the day here. I'm 60. I'd love to retire right now. I know I don't have enough money to last the rest of my life, but I should get a sizable inheritance from my mom whenever she passes. She's in her early 90s, so I'm not expecting her to be around that much longer. I don't want to make it sound like I'm just waiting for her to die because that's not the case at all, but do you think I'm safe to go ahead and retire with the expectation of getting money from her in the next decade? Ellis, thank you for the question. Uh, I would have to say no. I wouldn't just assume that you're safe to retire. You need to come in and get an analysis. And, and let's look at both scenarios. Look, Let's look at the scenario where you inherit money and what your income looks like under that picture. And also what would happen, maybe, maybe your mother has to spend a sizable portion on uh, long-term care or extended health care costs. That happens to people. Um, but, you know, at, at her age, and you shouldn't just assume that you're going to get a certain amount of money. I, before you pull the trigger on retirement, get an analysis, and let's take a realistic look about where you're at. Yeah, she, you need to really be cognizant of the fact that she might need care yet, even at her age, you don't know. Uh, that's very, very expensive. It was just in our area alone, that could be upwards of well over 100000 a year, depending on the, whether she has a cognitive type of illness or just a regular skilled nursing care. So you can go through a lot of money in a short period of time. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit, and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio, and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. 
This is your number to call to take advantage of that complimentary review. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you're a retiree or a pre-retiree, this is your chance to make sure you can get to and through retirement with peace of mind. It all starts with a plan, and Bill and Daniel can help you put together the plan that's best for your specific situation. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Call that number right now, and we'll secure a time to meet with you to deliver a customized financial and retirement plan. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Did you know that the great information, education, and entertainment you are used to from Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith's radio show, Retirement Income Solutions, is also available online? Check out CompleteThePlan.com for a comprehensive retirement resource and learning center. Listen to past episodes of the show so you never miss a thing. And learn more about their services and how they can make a difference in your life. Check out CompleteThePlan.com. That's CompleteThePlan.com. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know it's illegal to keep a donkey in a bathtub in Georgia? (laughs) Yep, this one's completely random. So let's get back to the show. Let me ask Bill a question here. Bill, what is the fun fact of the week that you'd like to pass along? Well, I've got something for us here. You ready? Oh, great. Fantastic. You're more likely to become president of the United States than you are to win the lottery. <laughs> don't tell people that. They won't buy the lottery tickets. Anymore. Do you know what? If they don't buy the lottery tickets in the state of Georgia, we're going to create a problem because no all the scholarship. Po- yeah, won't be any scholarship money for college. Yeah. Are you really discouraging me? I'm not going to run, buy any more lottery tickets, and I'm also not going to run for president. Well, run yeah. for president. You you know, you got, got a better shot at it, man. That's crazy. I don't know. That's a, if that's, if that's why that's why there's so many people running right now. There's a better chance of winning. There yeah. is a winner. We try to tell people you can't make the retirement plan on lottery tickets. Well, no, you can't. All you those can't all those candidates. I mean, my goodness, it's almost like playing the lottery when you look on stage and see 20 people up there. You know, so. Hey. Amen. See, they already knew that. It was, they had a better shot at being president than they did at going and playing the lottery, so they don't play the lottery. Wow. Yep. My goodness. Well, wow. hey, let's talk about something that makes a little bit more sense here, uh, safe money. <laughs> it, it seems that people have different definitions of safe money as it relates to their savings. What are some different ways that you see people defining safe money? I'm curious. Well, first of all, I'm going to use the term safer money instead of the word safe money. And basically all that means is safer from market risk. So uh, there's three asset classes that we would consider to be less risky than the overall stock market. And those are government bonds, uh, certificates of deposit through banks, and fixed annuities. Mm -hmm. Those three aren't going to have the same kind of risks associated with them as owning equities or uh, non-government bonds. And for people in retirement, it makes a lot of sense to have some of their assets safer from the stock market because we want them to take their income from places that aren't going to be as volatile. And the good news is in that category, you can earn a reasonable rate of return with some of those products. So uh, you should definitely consider them as you get closer to retirement. Do most people have an accurate understanding of how much safety and risk they have in their own portfolios? It, it would be rare, uh, I would say, that uh, 
most of the folks that we meet with that truly understand the type of risk that they're taking. As a matter of fact, uh, it's not uncommon to hear conversations such as, uh, you know, I thought that, uh, uh, you know, I had less risk than that. Uh, that's very common. Um, they don't triply, truly understand the, the risk that, that they're taking, especially if they're still working and they're in a 401k or thrift savings plan or something of that nature. They do know that there's some uh, vehicles, especially in the, save, in the thrift savings plan, that are actual principal protected, such as the G fund. But in most cases, everything else is, is equity-based and, and doesn't have any downside risk mitigation and certainly no protection of the of the principal. So... Uh, to sit down with them and see. I've seen this from time to time. We have a husband and wife together, and then we start talking about their portfolio, talk, start talking about the risks they're taking, and we can do, we can do an analysis of it. We can uh, actually see the, the risks that they're taking and show that number to them. And uh, oftentimes, uh, one of the spouses will say, well, I didn't know I was taking that kind of risk. And uh, the next question, are you comfortable with it? <laughs> If you're not, then obviously you ought to be doing something different. So the answer to the question generally is that most people are not aware of how much risk they're actually taking in their in their own savings portfolios in, in the equity portion of their savings. Well, Bill, I know that you've talked to so many people, and, and oftentimes, uh, you know, you when you reveal to them how much risk they have inside their portfolio, it's like being it's like for them being struck by lightning or something. I mean, it's a big jolt for them, isn't it? It really is, and sometimes uh, it's really a jolt to one of the spouses, and that's not always the the wife, but a lot of times it is. Mm-hmm. Seems like they're a lot less. Uh, risk taker take takers and their spouses so they're more risk adverse so uh, generally speaking it's 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 that way and most people we meet well obviously a lot of people are are misinformed about the safety of their savings but why do you think that's the case so many people don't know the risk in their portfolio and they just really have no idea why well, I, w- I would say, first of all, a lot of people aren't working with licensed financial advisors who are fiduciaries that understand uh, market risk. Sometimes people will work with people that call themselves planners that uh, don't necessarily understand the stock market and those risks. And so you need to understand who you're working with. But I would also say we've, we've had over a decade of growth in the markets, and it's just easy for people to forget how bad it hurts to lose half your retirement money. I bet if we go back to Black Monday in 1987, people forgot before 2001 how bad it hurt to lose the money in 1987. And I bet between 2001 and 2008 with that growth, they had forgotten how bad it hurt in 2001 to lose money. It's just easy for people to forget how much it hurts when the market goes down. That's why we're such advocates of planning ahead, understanding the downside risk, and doing something about it in the good times to protect yourself from market downturns. Well, we've been going for a long time here with good times, and uh, you know, people do get kind of anesthetized and just kind of forget how those big drops uh, affect them. You know, if uh, you haven't had one in a while, give us an example of a client who needed more safety in his portfolio, and and how you were able to help, and how they were allocated before meeting with you, and then what kind of changes that you suggested. Well, in most cases, um, most people that are getting ready to retire and most of their assets, if most of their assets are in a qualified plan, they've been wide open in the market for many years. And like Daniel said, they, they really don't know the risk that they're taking. And all that they know their account is growing because they're putting money in it. They get matched in it and the market's growing it. 
And so that's that's all they know. And uh, what we like to talk about is, uh, listen, if, if, if you're what we call a constrained investor, I mean, you, you have a, a finite amount and a quantity, you, you can count what it is, uh, amounts of money, and you need X income in retirement, then obviously you can't afford to take some of the risk that you're presently taking. So we would look at a portfolio like that and design an income plan where we're we're taking income from less uh, risky in investments that are more predictable and reliable, and our growth money would be market-oriented, market although we, we're in the market, we're going to have risk, risk mitigation in place. So typically, that's what a client would look like in a, in a scenario like that, is that we're going to address the risk up front, and we're going we're gonna to align the risk with their needs and their plan. So we have a plan in place that dictates uh, what kind of risk we should be taking, and we also have in that plan what kind of investments we need to have to generate the incomes that we need to meet the needs of the clients so that they have a thriving retirement. And so it's all coming down to an individual situation, and it's not cookie-cutter. Everybody's different. We need to define the need, look at the assets, and define if it's constrained to the point where we can't take hardly any risk or we can take some risk, and then we're going to make it to fit the person. It's going to be well-tailored to them. And it's not going to be cookie-cutter like everybody else that walks in somebody's office. If you want to come in and talk to the professionals about your situation, and everybody is different, there are no cookie-cutter solutions when it comes to retirement planning. No one-size-fits-all. You have to make that phone call. I'll give you that number in just a moment. But, Bill, Daniel, let me ask you, what can they expect when they come in and sit down and talk with you face-to-face? Well, well, the first thing they can expect is just an open conversation about how they are as people, what they like to do with their lives. Tell us about their kids, their grandkids, their family members, their friends. Very informal first meeting. All we want to do when we first meet them is get to know them and see the path they're on. And when we see the path they're on, what we'll do for them in the second meeting is show them what that looks like in the future, how much income they can expect, how long their assets should last under different scenarios, and we'll tell them how much downside risk they have in their portfolio. And that's what they can expect in the first two meetings. From there, we help put together a financial plan and an income plan for them so they can feel more confident about retiring. Okay, the important phone number is 800-987-1443. That is 1-800-987-1443. Wherever you are in middle Georgia, go ahead and call that number. Leave a message with your name and your number, and they'll get back with you. It's Security First Asset Management. Again, 1-800-987-1443. It's painless. It's not going to cost you anything. There is absolutely no obligation. So why not do it? Find out where you are and how you can get where you need to be. Nobody wants to lie awake at night worrying about about outliving their money. That's the worst thing that can happen. So why not get a plan together? You can go to completetheplan.com and find out more about your local wealth advisors at Security First Asset Management. Again, that's completetheplan.com. But the most important thing that I can give you today is that phone number, 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management.
Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who will look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that will protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review at Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. No cost or obligation. 800-987-1443 at Security First Asset Management. Call now. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know that the Allman Brothers Band... Jason Aldean and Little Richard have all called Macon home? Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions and build a financial plan that'll make you sing. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Ron Stutz here along with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. And here on Retirement Income Solutions, the specialty that you guys talk about is planning for retirement. And I have a few questions that folks ought to ask when they're getting ready to retire. Why is it so important to answer these questions during the planning process? Uh, and uh, tell us, if you would, how the answers to these questions impact the overall retirement plan. Uh, first of all, am I going to live in my current home or will I downsize? Talk about that, if you would. Well, that affects what I consider to be one of the most important components of a financial plan or an income plan in retirement. That's your expenses. If you're going to downsize your home, you're likely going to downsize your expenses, usually, uh, your maintenance costs, your utility costs. So budget is something we talk a lot about, retirement budget. That's one of the first things we bring up when we're creating our lifetime income blueprint for our clients to have uh, lifetime income off of is how much money we're going to spend. And downsizing your home is a, is a big impact uh, for so many reasons, but mainly surrounding the budget and also the taxes. If you're going to move to a smaller home and maybe live in a your, – maybe your tax bill goes down too. So a lot of that's impacted on the expenses and their budget. Well, a lot of questions need to be answered when you're getting ready to retire. And uh, uh, how, do, how does the answer to that particular question impact your overall retirement plan? The biggest way that it'll impact your retirement plan is you don't want to draw more income out of your accounts than you need. So once we understand what your budget is, your expenses, then we start looking at what is what is your income shortfall. That is the amount of money that you're going to be having come from Social Security, pension, other streams of income, and how much you have to draw out of your retirement accounts and retirement savings. So if, if you've downsized your home and maybe you're three or $400 less a month in your budget, it means you have to take less money out, probably means less taxes or other. Uh, depending on where that money's coming from, but everything centers around the budget. All right, some other questions here. Uh, we'll start with this one. Do I want to live in this community or will I move to a different town or maybe even a different state or perhaps another country? Uh, Ron, that happens quite a bit uh, as we as we meet with folks and we try to help them understand what they need to be considering and think about, uh, their goals and et cetera. One of the questions we often ask is that very question. Do you plan on 
still living in this area is another area of the country you'd like to live and oftentimes we hear something like well my kids most of my kids live elsewhere they don't live here we were transferred here basically and this is where we ended up working until our retirement and so they may consider in the in those instances uh, moving to a different area a different state a different community rarely is it out of the country i don't hear too many people say that as Daniel said earlier, uh, everything is centered around what our monthly expenses are, those things which we call the must-haves. And those are our housing and our food and our clothing and our transportation and our taxes and our insurances and our, our home costs and, and the maintenance on the cost and the, everything associated with it. So those vary from city, community, state, uh, and certainly from country to country. So. It impacts a retirement plan, knowing that up front. If you're planning on going somewhere else, have you done the research that, that, that will help you understand what it's going to cost you, if it's going to cost you more or if it's going to cost you less? Whatever it is, we need to know the number, at least have a good idea of what the difference may be and how it will impact overall the retirement income plan. Because, again, we're talking about drawing income out of assets, coupled with maybe Social Security and, for some people, a pension. And it, we don't need we don't need not to know what we don't know when it comes to the cost of uh, of maintaining our, our lifestyle. So all this impacts it. So it's something that we need to consider up front. And people may not come to that conclusion the first couple of years they retire. It may be on down the road they say, oh, you know what? We think we want to live elsewhere. Then homework uh, has to be done, and we have to sit down and see how the cost of those things affect their overall budget. Well, thanks, Bill. Uh, all good thoughts there. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with your local wealth advisors, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. And here's another question that folks need to ask themselves before they retire. Uh, what will change about my everyday lifestyle when I'm retired compared to the way I'm living now? Well, a lot of these questions are so individualized, you know, sometimes people, maybe their expen- expenses don't change a lot, but having a retirement budget worksheet is so important because for many people, they're going to spend money a little differently in retirement. We like to break retirement up into three phases, the go-go phase, which is our favorite, the slow-go phase, and the no-go phase. So during the go-go phase, people tend to spend more money on travel, leisure, things that they've put off because they didn't have enough time when they were working. So being able to spend a little bit more more money on that is not abnormal in the first 10 to 15 years of retirement or as long as your budget can sustain it and your health. Uh, so we see people spend a little bit more money on things that they had put off, things that they wanted to do while they were working but simply didn't have the time. So it's not unusual to have more expenses in the first uh, phase of your retirement. So we have to account for that in the retirement plan. And as long as it works out in our lifetime income blueprint, when we look out into the future, we look at what your income looks like, not just when you're retired, not your assets just when you're retired, but 10, 15 years out. What's your, what do you look like then? How much assets should you have at that point in your retirement? Now, just to clarify, the go-go stage is usually the early part of your retirement when you're able to go just wherever you want to go and your That's health right. is good and everything else. And then slow-go, yeah. you just start slowing down? Yeah. Hey, maybe you've done all you want to do, or maybe your health doesn't permit it, or maybe your budget doesn't permit it. So mm-hmm. you start slow now. That's and, right. And then no go is just the opposite of go go. So yeah. you're, just, you're just not able. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Or in some cases, you don't really want to do anything. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I'm I'm staying go go to age 95 and passing away peacefully in my sleep. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. <laughs> now, I hope you can stick to that. Uh, yeah. Where do you want to travel? I mean, that's another question you have to ask yourself because some places are going to be a lot more expensive than others. You know, most people will want to travel. Some it's rare that somebody says I've traveled all want to travel, or occasionally we find somebody that say, Well, you know what, I travel a lot when I was all over the world when I was working and I just don't want to do it anymore. And there are a few people out there that don't really want to do much travel, but the average person does. And so when, when you start thinking about that, if if you're going to cruise or, or go by plane or RV or whatever, whatever the case may be, that has a dollar sign associated with it. And I don't really think it's from my own personal experience, you can't have a couple of cruises a year and not spend fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. So that will that will greatly enhance, <laughs> hit a big hole in a, a budget if you're not careful. So that's why it's important that you have inside your lifetime income blueprint plan, you plan for those things in the go-go phase, as Daniel was saying. How much are we going to set aside for travel, and and can we do it? And so when you do, then when you, people find out that they can use that resource or those resources and not not have an impact as. Uh, negative to their overall lifestyle and, and, and they're all retirement years, for example, then they're more apt to do it. So it has to be a part of it. What are your goals? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And how much will it cost? That's all important part of the planning. We're talking about questions that you need to ask yourself before you retire. And it's very important to come up with the answers to these. And the last one on my list here is, how important is it to me to leave a financial legacy? I know that some people feel totally differently about this than others. That's a question you, you really need to know because if you're going to leave a legacy for people, a financial legacy, which is, you know, of course, different than just a, leaving a legacy of being a good person and taking care of your family. But we find as people age, it becomes more important to them. I've noticed this, Bill, I don't know about you, but as people age, it becomes more and more important to them to think about legacy. Right. I know I've had some clients that started off with me, and it wasn't as important. And as right. time's moved on, they start thinking, well, you know what? We, we might want to leave some assets to our kids. Yeah. We think a lot about that because we, we prefer our clients not to have to give all their IRA money to their children and that because it creates a tax headache. Uh, 70% of people that inherit IRAs or 401k, any tax-deferred account, 70% of those have been liquidated within 18 months, and that creates a tax nightmare. No, Nobody wants that to happen for their heirs. So if you're going to transition money to your family, there's more effective ways to do that. Converting some of the money to Roth may be appropriate. Life insurance death benefits can be helpful. Uh, passing on assets that aren't in IRAs, uh, maybe unqualified brokerage accounts. There's get a step up in cost basis for the for the stocks in there. There's many different avenues to go go down. But if you want to transfer assets to your heirs, you have to plan ahead. You can't do it in the last year of life. And if you're going to worry about the taxes, and you should be worried about them. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? 
risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Retirement planning doesn't have to be complicated. Clear up the confusion by calling our team right now. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. You'll get that complimentary financial review that will make sure you can hit a home run in retirement. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Call now and let us know that you'd like to take advantage of the complimentary review. Call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? At Security First Asset Management, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith take pride in looking after their clients' best interests. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Get a second opinion of your current financial plan with a retirement income solution from the Security First team. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. We really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have retirement questions, we're happy to answer them. And we're standing by after the show and throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. We're always online at completetheplan.com. Thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.